Hello, everyone, and welcome into the First Option Podcast. I am your host, Asher. With me, as always, is Jackson. Not to say that Jackson isn't a host. I just said host first. Sorry that, if that was confusing or not. Uh, but anyways, um, that was a very bad start. Uh, so what are we doing today on this podcast, Jackson? Uh, so today we're going to um, to look at the uh, the record predictions. Uh, that are not really record predictions. I don't know why I titled that. Sorry. We're looking at, like, the award predictions, award predictions. for... From last year. What? Right? From last yeah, year? Yeah, from last year. And then we're also going to make new award predictions for the upcoming year. Um, which yeah, will hopefully so, be uh, more mm-hmm. accurate than last year's. Yeah, so believe it or not, we've been doing this podcast for about a year now. And, I mean, when we first... Like, the first option podcast, when we first started it... Uh, you know, the 21, 2021 NFL season hadn't even started yet. Wow. And we had some very interesting ideas of who would be successful and who would win MVP and everything like that. And let's just say we got it very wrong. So, I mean, so let's kick it off with the big one, the MVP. Uh, I thought Kyler Murray would have won. He... Um, the Cardinals actually started off really well, right? They started off like undefeated for the first seven weeks, but um, DeAndre Hopkins got injured and that kind of just fell apart. And he was not an MVP caliber guy. Uh, Jackson, who do you have? Uh, I had Josh Allen. Yeah, so I mean, Josh Allen did pretty well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He did pretty well. I mean, he didn't. He obviously didn't win, but I don't think it was a bad. It wasn't a bad pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, mm-hmm. well. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about Josh Allen later, but, um, I don't think Josh Allen's done, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the next one, we have a lot to get through here. The next one, next two really were offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Uh, on the offensive side, I had Justin Fields and you had Kyle Pitts. Now, Justin Fields <laughs> that was, not a... <laughs> was kind of a disaster at quarterback. So in the end, when they were like already out of the playoffs and they were just like playing to you know, try and win and get their young guys more reps and stuff like that. Justin Fields actually played pretty well, like a somewhat starting caliber guy, but nowhere near offensive rookie of the year. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he was good. He just wasn't great. You know? Yeah, and I mean, hopefully, I think he will end up being pretty good, right? Yeah, he's probably yeah. he's gonna because he has a lot of especially with yeah, especially with how bad tight end is like the the position. You know, Kyle Pitts could really be a top five tight end. Season. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the most physically capable. Uh, tight yeah, end. he's huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's six six. He's almost two fifty. Although, when you're six six, that's that becomes a little less crazy. But whatever. Um, and I but he's also fast. extremely fast. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, but he he can't win rookie of the year anymore. But he could win. Well, not, there aren't really, like, 10 end awards, but he could be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, defensive Rookie of the Year. I actually got this one right. I said Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Cowboys. He was just, like, insane for them that year. He is already one of the premier linebackers in the league. And, you know, there's – he's just he, – they, like, really hit on Micah Parsons. Yeah, that was a good, so that was a good I, pick. You know, I had a good pick. Uh – Jackson had Patrick Sertain the second, who was good for the good for the Broncos, but he just I mean he he wasn't great. He was their number one wide receiver or not right. He's a cornerback. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Number one cornerback yeah. uh, for Denver, but that's not really saying anything. He um, he was fine. You know he's he's up there. He was yeah. fine. Just Michael Parsons was a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so coach of the year. This is the this is the one that I find the most subjective, and um, like just random. And if it were truly based on like coaching and scheming and everything like that, like Bill Belichick would win every single year. Yeah, and you know him and Kyle Shanahan, Matt Lafleur. 
you know, the winning Ron Rivera would win every time. No. Not Ron Rivera. That was my pick. But, um, um, and, yeah. I mean, you could pretty much just look at Washington's record and see that they suck. But also, I think you're right. Like, I don't really know how you judge who I'm is the sure best coach. coach because, like, the only way that you could really do that, because, like, you, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the only way you could really do that if, if, is if you have a team – you have a team that's really bad. You control for all the variables, and you don't add any good players or anything. And a coach comes in, and then they become really good, right? But that's the yeah. only time where you can and see so, how good a coach is, really. So, so here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say. This may be a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but and I know coaching is a very respected field, and there are a lot of coaches out there and everything like that. But I don't really understand what separates coaches apart from one another. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, it requires the, you know, you have to be very confident in what you're saying. You have to make the interpersonal interpersonal decisions and connections and, you know, establish a certain leadership amongst your, like, the team. But then also, like, a certain level of being personable and everything like that. And then, of course, plays and, and... whatever you decide to like invent and experiment with. But to a certain point, like not anyone could coach, but yeah, yeah, really yeah. like the hardest thing. Yeah. To do. No, no, I, it's, it, it, it can't possibly be. And it's just like, I mean, it's like, okay. So pretty given, much all you can do as a coach is you just, like that, you can, de- you yeah, just, okay. You determine- so, so, so you pretty much just draw plays, but like, I mean, like pretty much all you have to do is like, for a couple hours, just like think of place to do, and then and then you're pretty much done there, right? So then, yeah. So then, I mean, yeah, you have to make relationships with players and stuff, but like, like to be honest with you, I'd say that the like coaches are overall pretty bad at that. Like, I think that the average NFL pro- player probably doesn't really like their coach that much, you know? I, I would just really. I think they probably, you know, probably like their coach. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But, okay, um, but like, but like, it's I not like it's so not like, the hardest thing. Yeah. Especially when you're in a position of power, it's really not the hardest thing to do because like players just because they want more playing time are gonna follow you anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, um, take football versus basketball or something like that. To be a coach in a basketball team and to draw plays and everything like that, I know it's a lot less complicated, but. You could take anyone on the street who doesn't know anything about basketball, teach them the game, teach them coaching. Within two hours, they would know how to draw plays and be a good coach. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the technical side, knowing yeah, all the rules yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's just now, like, it's just... For an NFL coach, I will say it's a lot more complicated. Like, I would say I'm a fairly competent football viewer and I know what's going, going on and I follow football a lot. And... I don't even know like a lot of the schemes and plays and personnel things like the different trees. Oh and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's not common knowledge. Like that yeah. stuff because it's eleven on eleven, and so that stuff seems like it's a little more complicated. That being said, if that's your entire job, you think you think you'd be able to get you, it down you, to you a think, science pretty much, right? Because it's like yes, to where it's, it's like like, like, like you know. because there's such such little stuff to do. You think that you'd be able to get like every detail correct, and like you think that every coach. At the NFL level, would pretty much be a perfect coach, right? I don't know. Yeah, and that's why, like, that's why, I mean, you get this guy, Kyle Shanahan, right? Yeah. And he was actually my pick for coach of the year. I read this article about how he does his, like, his, like, run blocking scheme and, like, the way he moves around the offensive line when they run, run, like, running plays. Like, the 49ers, that's, like, what they do best. Uh, You know, like, Debo Samuel was used as a running back a lot last year. And, like, they have a a bunch of running backs and stuff. Yeah. And that aspect, like that, you know, that's where you can identify like, okay, this guy, like no one else can like do that, you know? Yeah. Right? Like he came up with this amazing system that worked and like a bunch of coaches copied and everything. But outside of like the maybe like five to ten coaches who have come along and like reinvented the wheel in terms of how to play football and stuff, like – well, also, also, it's pretty subjective. Also, think about it this way: right? when it all comes down to it, like analyzing plays and stuff. I mean, that's not really any different from like, you know, jobs that you wouldn't often associate with coaching, right? Like, I would say, yeah. like, it re- really, what it comes down to is intelligence, right? And I'd say, like, you know, I'm sure that football coaches are very, like, a lot of them are very smart, but like, 
there are a lot of really smart people out there. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you could like like if like I don't know if like a college major was football coaching or whatever, you'd get like you could have like an infinite amount of people who are just really really good at it, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I it seems to me a lit to be a little weird. Um, but and also like 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 can you think of an example where like a coach carried the like a team? Like, 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 to where a coach was, like... I mean, Bill Belichick, probably. But, but then, right. but, he, that's like, what we all thought, but then Tom Brady leaves, and he ends up doing better in, t- uh, in Tampa Bay, you know what I mean? Okay, Brady left to go to a team that had the best defense in the league, one of the best receiving cores. He took Rob Gronkowski, who's an amazing tight end, out of retirement, and went to a place that literally was, like... Okay, if we just get a QB, then we're like a super. Right, 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 right. The, 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 and he went to yeah, 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 yeah. Like yes. Bill Belichick built the system. Yes, like, but but you know. still, I think that that. And now the Patriots, within two years, are like a good team. Yes, but I know? think that the fact that. You know, like I, I think I still think that it was like, that, Bill Belichick was getting a l- little too much of the credit, and, like, if he is like supposed to be like the, like the apex of coaching. Right, mm-hmm. and then you see Tom Brady moving to any other team, regardless of how good the players are, right, and still be just mm-hmm. as good, and still lead his team to just as much success. You're like, okay, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I agree with you on that. But yeah, so I mean, so anyways, Coach of the Year, little interesting of a of an award. Like, I mean, they should recognize the best coach and everything. But, but it's just hard to determine who it is. It's subjective, yeah. and it's hard to determine. Yeah. But uh, so Mike Rabel won it last year, ex linebacker for the Patriots. And that's uh, another and thing. The Tennessee Titans. Got Why it. to be yeah. a football coach? Do you have to be a former football player? I don't think Bill Belichick really was, but like you, you don't. But I think a lot of the co- like you know you don't say okay, I want to be around football and I want to dedicate my life to football and everything, but I don't want to play. I just sure, want to sure. yeah, Yes, yes, like, but like... A lot of people, once but, I'm playing, have this knowledge that like, what else do you do with like, knowing the packages? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I think that... Coach, coaching, I, right? This is my opinion on it. I think that if you were to pick a person, a guy or a person or whatever, right, who is extremely smart versus a former NFL player who is like, you know, I don't know pretty smart I, I don't know i would choose the person with the better with better analytical abilities you know what i mean no i would choose really you would i don't i don't know i, I don't i don't know if that really um the analytical thing you just can have an assistant who sits up in the ball oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i guess i says, guess that's what okay, you have assistant coaches say for. we go for it in here and then we do okay 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 sure but but, but like but like think about it like moneyball right that's different that's Baseball yeah, is, yeah, yes, yes, although it's but, a team game, it's a one-on-one but, but, game. But still, but still, still like, Moneyball, the statistician who was really behind it, he wasn't, like, a former athlete, you know what I mean? He, yeah. like, he went to Yale or whatever. So it's like, I, I don't know. I think I think the whole yeah, process of selecting coaches might need to be tweaked Moneyball a little. Moneyball is a movie about the 2001 Oakland A's. Yeah. Who, like, they didn't have any fun. Like, baseball is a lot different than... Other sports where you can kind of like buy your way into like playoffs and stuff. But they didn't have and any money or kinda, any stars, yeah. They didn't have any money yeah. uh, or stars. And so they kind of, they, you know, they got these unconventional players that the data model said to go for it. And then they ended up playing well because of them. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, moving on, right? Unless you have any other no, candidates no, no. to go off about. Okay, so offensive player of the year, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty objective. Yeah. Uh, in 2021, it was Cooper Cup. We both got that wrong. I said Devontae Adams. I said DK, said DK Metcalf. Metcalf. DK Metcalf had an interesting year. Uh, yeah. Not the best. Yeah, he just, he, 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 like, he doesn't live up to his athletic potential, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then I think Devontae Adams was good. He was the top three wide receiver or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, I think he might take a step back on the Raiders, having Derek Carr. But uh, they were teammates in college, so you never know. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Cooper Cup could win it this year. So, you know. Uh, defensive player of the year was TJ Watt. I got that correct. Um, kind of hard not to win defensive player of the year when you only play 14 games and set the record for the most sacks in season. 
or tie the record at 22 and a half. Well, I wasn't so, uh, quite as astute on this one. I chose Chase Young because I'm a Washington fan. Yeah. He, he was all right, right? No. He underperformed. No? He underperformed. Did he get injured? I, he, okay, got injured. he got injured. He wasn't doing well before his injury either. But I I suspect that he was playing kind of injured because, like, he was doing, like, really badly. And, like, you know, he, he was good oh, as no, a rookie. No, 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 no. He only played nine games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and he, was defensive, he was defensive rookie of the year, I think. Um... And then he just totally fell off. So I, I suspect that he was playing on an injury uh, for for the nine games that he played. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that didn't that didn't. Oh, we never – yeah. Uh, it just popped in my head. We never formally went over this. The Washington football team is no more. Oh, yes. They are now the Washington Commanders. Now they're the Commanders. Washington Commanders. Jinx. Um, I don't know. What do you think of that? The name? Yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad name. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's a little. It's, co- it's, I'm still a little right. confused as to exactly what a commander is, but like a field general, like an yeah, general, yeah, I know. Right? But it's just like it's just a very like you know, vague term. But yeah, it's pretty good. I, yeah, it's good. Um, Okay, so it means DC, so like George Washington was like the commander in chief or whatever. And then the naval, um, near the stadium is the Naval Academy Commanders. Well, yeah, yeah. And Annapolis, so, Annapolis okay, is sense. where the Navy is, uh, the Navy's based, um, which is close to yeah, Landover, where, where the stadium is, yeah. Or, or no, I think they moved to yeah, Virginia, didn't like they? A lot of teams. Didn't they move to Virginia? I'm I'm not, no, no, no. Yes, but, um, yes. They moved stadiums to Virginia, which makes a lot of sense. But okay. whatever. I mean, it sounds. It's. It sounds. Sounds good. So. Right. I mean, a lot of teams have that, like the the Green Bay Packers, because like. Because they there was Green a pa- Bay, they, they were, used like, to like package stuff in peanuts. Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but but that's the best example. I yeah, have. I don't know though because Pittsburgh Annapolis. Steelers, they probably had. An I'm not. Iron I think that Annapolis might be even closer to like Baltimore than it is to DC. So like. It's a little, it's a little bit of a tenuous link. Non, um, non-animal names tend to be like based on the something origins. to do with the hometown. Yeah, yeah, the hometown. Yeah, really. If you look at a lot of the teams, it's it's animal based. Yeah, I think that I kind of, I kind of like uh, basing it on the hometown, though. You know what I mean? It's like a source of pride, yeah. kind of more pride. Why, why Cleveland Browns? That's the one that I don't get. The Cle- what is, no. what even is a brown? I don't really know what a brown is. Exactly. And their logo is orange. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a brown helmet. It's a what brown is, helmet. Uh, I think we might have had this discussion before. I don't know. What is a Cleveland Brown? Bills. Dol- I'm just looking at all the teams. Bills, Dolphins, Patriots are because it's Boston. It's a hometown. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, Jets. That's, that's a good one. Like I like the, the Patriots name actually. Jets is also a hometown thing because of like the Jets, of course, near New York or whatever. Uh, okay. Texas. I, 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 I guess I don't really know what the connection animal. there is, but what's a Titan? You don't know what a tight is like the Greek gods. Um, yeah, no, I know, but like, that's not yeah, 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 it has nothing to do with it. But it's a mascot. it's a cool name actually. Broncos. I think I actually like that name. That's a cool Chiefs. name. Chiefs. Kansas City really has to redo. Kansas the name. City Chiefs. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's uh, isn't that really, like kind of racist, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's like the spearhead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, and Arrowhead Stadium. That's literally what what is what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 okay. they will. They will. Because um, <laughs> Washington did, so the Chiefs will now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So moving on um, from Chase Young, hopefully he gets better. Comeback player yeah. of the year was Joe Burrow. Yes. Pretty obviously, right? Coming from an injured, like a completely done season to the lead your Super team Bowl. Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. No one saw, thought they were. I thought Dak Prescott would have. He played pretty well, right? Coming back from his yeah. injury, led the Cowboys to Christian, the playoffs. Yeah. Whatever, then choked in playoffs. Christian didn't Cowboys. really come back from his injury. Didn't, yeah, I think he like came back too soon. Right? Yeah, yeah, and he like yeah. So he 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 was like out for a lot of the season. He was good in the games he played yeah. in, I think. But um, but yeah. That's the problem with Christian McCaffrey. He well, one running backs get they get injured. Show, like Saquon Barkley, right? Like yeah, so it's often. just because it's Two, the most strenuous Christian uh, McCaffrey. Position. Yeah, and Christian McCaffrey gets like the most usage out of all. Yeah, running. yeah, exactly. He gets, like, Thirty yeah, plus yeah. touches per. He, it's like Derrick Henry usage yeah. even more. And also in the passing game. Like, he's their entire yeah. team. And so, that's why the Panthers didn't do well this yeah. year. Um, let's just do, a, like, a reverse, like, a snake thing. So, All now, right. 
we're going to go for our picks for the 2022 year. Okay. Let's start with comeback player of the year. Oh, we forgot. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, like a, yeah. You know, like a snake. Yeah. Right? Like we finished comeback yeah, player yeah. and start. Okay. Uh, yeah, so in 2021, it was Joe Burrow. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Derrick Henry. Because, um, I mean, everybody n- knows what yeah. happened. You know, he got injured halfway through the season. Um, but he was, you know, on the way to smash the record for uh, for uh, running yards in a season. And, I, you know, I, I think he got he, surgery. I think he's okay right now, right? He, and, like, he, he, he like came back, didn't he? After he was in the playoffs. Yeah. For like, but, like, yeah. for For, like, two or three games after he was done for the season... He still led the league in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's how dominant he was at, like, his... Yeah, so... um, The the risk with that is another... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what if this is a Christian McCaffrey flashback, right? But, um... Mm -hmm. But if he he comes back, like, he... he, I, I, I mean, like... Coming back from injury... If he just matches his output last season, like, he's... Like... If he matches his output last season, he might not be comeback player of the year. He might be offensive player of the year, you know? Exactly. Probably yeah. will be. So actually, so, that might have been a stupid pick, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, you still you can win. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go with a a name that we haven't. No one's really said or heard of for a while. I'm gonna go with Michael Thomas from the Saints. Yeah, that's who, a good one. In 20, like he was, you know, I have his stats up. Uh, entered the league in 2016. Was all right. He had a thousand years, thousand yard season. Was all right. You know, he's kind of like the... He's not the big shot guy, but he's like the first down guy. You know, think like Keenan Allen, um, Adam Thielen, sort of. Just like better. Yeah. And, you know, like the slants and whatever. He's, he's pretty unstoppable. But, um, so in 2019, he set... Like, he, he won Offensive Player of the Year. He had 1,700 receiving yards and set the record for most receptions with 149. And then in 2020, he got injured was out, had a complication, didn't play all of 2021. Now he's going to be fine. He's back. He's had a lot of time off. That could help or hurt him. It's kind of a long shot here, but I'm going to go with Michael no, Thomas. No, I, I, well, I mean, if he, did, if he has how good, good he was. If he, here's the thing when he got with both him. of these picks is if they have good he's seasons. Only, he's only 27. Yeah. If they have good seasons, like, 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 you know, they could, they could also conceivably win both comeback player of the year and offensive player of the year. But, you know, like both of these guys – have the potential to go beyond this award, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um. So anyway, yeah. So some other names, uh, Jameis Winston, also the Saints, lost twenty twenty one season. Uh, he was actually doing all right before. He yeah, got but he's he's definitely not on the same level as those guys. So no, no. But quarterbacks have a special thing because they're a lot more. Important. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Daniel Jones. <laughs> injured also. I, I don't really know if there's uh, if there's really anything that he can come back from. I, I mean, like, I, I don't really know if it would be a comeback. It would just be him. a come. There would there would be no back because he wasn't good to begin with. You know. Yeah. Well, he could win most improved. Players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Deshaun Watson. I don't think he'll play this year, but if he does, if he returns to you know the level. Yeah. He Hopefully he doesn't. I kind of. I kind of. I mean, stuff. like at this point, you have to kind of hate Deshaun Watson. You know. Yeah, I don't think he should be. I, I don't think he should. I, I he mean, should be no. He should be going to jail for like the rest yeah, of his life. Exactly. You know, it's ridiculous. Um. Yes. But whatever. But he's an NFL star, so he's gonna you know not even get forty get million dollars this yeah. year for sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. Um. Not in jail in a comfy mansion. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. Defensive and Offensive Player of the Year is next. Uh, defensive Player of the Year in 2021 was T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, again, is a prime candidate. Yes. For, for like, just not Harper. It's kind of crazy. T.J. Watt and J.J. Guy. Watt are both, you know. Brothers. Yeah. Like, like, but like isn't that, like, kind of crazy, yeah. like, for both of them to be so good? So there, there was this quarterback duo, Jackson, in the uh, early two thousands called the Manning. Yeah, right? no, 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 no. But I, I'd argue that JJ and TJ are even Super more Champions. impressive. Both of them were MVPs. No, but I, I'd argue that no, because okay, no, no, no Pey- the okay, Manning's Peyton are by Manning, far the most Pey- Peyton Manning, by far the most successful brother sibling duo in the NFL ever. I don't know. Eli Manning was, I think, overrated, but whatever. 
Yeah, 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 you're, you're right, you're right. They, they were better than the Watch. But still, I think the Watch are probably sec. I mean, I, I haven't done extensive research into NFL brothers, but... The Watts. Right? I, I'd assume... You know, they, actually, they actually have another brother called Derek Watt. Who plays yeah, yeah, who plays fullback, and he's good too. But he's not quite on the... But he plays, like, special teams. He's, like, one of those weird guys that doesn't yeah. like, shine in spotlight or whatever. Um, yeah, but so... I'm going to go with Micah Parsons who won Rookie of the Year last year, second-year player, still a linebacker. He's so disruptive, caused so many fumbles, sacks, interceptions, everything, game wrecker. I think he has an insane year, even more so from his first year, and I think he takes this just as an underdog pick. Uh, Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, I have Miles Garrett. Um, I mean, there's not really much to say about him. He's just been consistently good for... I think a pretty long time at this point, right? Yeah, he's always he's been, always been one of the top three defensive sort of guy. guys. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, it, he's not the most exciting pick, but I think I think that he's. We're talking about defensive ends here. It's like, is anyone really an exciting? Yeah, pick? yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is exciting offensive player of the year. This is, I think, a pretty wide open field. Oh, I, I this is an interesting pick from Asher. <laughs> In 2021, it was Cooper Cup. For setting a ton of records, yeah, I think he, yeah, yeah, not on a per game basis, but, but because, because the, the season was like the seventeen he, games, yeah, he had the most receiving yards ever in a season. I think almost there for catches, um, behind Michael Thomas, of course, and mm-hmm. I think he could repeat in the spirit of trying not to pick the same guy twice, and because people don't like um, doing that, <clears throat> exactly. Uh, although MVP Aaron Rodgers, is yeah, a little repetitive now, um. Offensive player of the year. Okay, I'm going to go with another underdog pick. But Jackson, I want you to go first. Okay, so mine is Debo Samuel, right? Um, I mean, I think everybody knows Debo Samuel. He's just like a Swiss Army knife, you know. Uh, primarily a wide receiver, but he's also... Not, he's not... Like, I was going to say serviceable as a running back. He's a really good running back, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how they're really going to utilize him next year. I think it might be interesting to maybe, this is a kind of a hot take, but maybe you put him at running back and he's just one of those guys who, kind of like Christian McCaffrey, honestly, who like, um, who like, he's a running back, but he does a lot of receiving too. You know, I think that that might not be a bad mm-hmm. idea for them to do. I, in, in fact, this would be really crazy, <clears throat> but Debo Samuel is one of those guys who could probably play both ways. You know what I mean? Like, he does. No, no, no. I mean, like him. on the defense, like on defense too. Oh, oh I like, like, oh, like I, I don't, don't think I guess they don't do yeah. that anymore. But like, you never know, right? That would be kind of funny. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah. actually, I think that they, like, you know, sometimes you'll have like a big lineman go in for like a goal line offense. Uh, mm-hmm. thing, you know, on offense. So, first of all, I think it's pretty interesting. We were talking before the show about offensive player of the year. Uh, I said that it's normally either like a running back or a wide receiver, and you picked both. And so that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, two concerns. Two concerns with Debo Samuel. Oh, okay. Number one, he wants out of San Francisco. Yes. He that... requested a trade. They denied it. I don't know what's going to happen. I think well, he's still Why, though? Why does he want out of San Francisco? I guess he doesn't like the way they're utilizing him. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point, actually. Back. Yeah. You probably, if you're wide receiver, like, wide receivers make a lot more than running backs. They're a lot more durable because they don't, you yeah, know, it's not like yeah. ground every game. He doesn't want injuries. He's already had injury troubles. And, um, you know, I guess he, he also didn't like San Francisco or something. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> problem two is injuries because Debo Samuel, as long as he stays in San Francisco, is going to get a lot of groundwork. He yeah, got, yeah, um, like, seven carries a game. Which is like absurd for a wide receiver. Yeah. Like maybe if you average like two a game on like jet sweeps, if you're if you're or like, end you know like Tyree Kill or something like that, um, random trick plays. Yeah. But to average like that many carries a game, and I don't know if it's seven or something, but it's it's pretty high. And he was like, it's not even just like motions. He's like used as a single back, like in between the tackles. Yeah. Which is just not tenable for someone who's, like, as explosive as Debo Samuel is, who runs so fast yeah. and is so injury-prone. Like, if you're a running back like Derrick Henry, who's kind of like kind of like a steamroller. Yeah. He just kind of goes. And 
it doesn't look like he's going very fast or he's going like his absolute top speed every time. Yeah, but he just... But, you know, running backs, the thing with running backs is they find the gaps and they know when to accelerate and when to go, like, at a hesitation. Well, yeah, point. yeah, because you want guys to pass Debo you. Debo Samuel yeah. doesn't yeah. do that. Debo Samuel does not do he that. He just runs, yeah. He goes. Yeah. He doesn't run. He's like a brick wall running. And... You know, that's why I don't think Debo Samuel is going to stay healthy. But yeah. Also, does, that's also I, I, I'd imagine he's a little heavy. Not in fact, like he's, he's strong. That's why you can play running back. But for a wide receiver, no, he's I'm, probably, I'm he's sure probably he's pretty heavy, right? Yeah. And I think that that would also make you more injury prone. Like the whole Zion thing, how Zion keeps on, you know, is just like pretty much, you know, just a wound at this point. Because, you know, he like weighs so much, but he's like at enough, like he plays athletically. I, I'd, I'd imagine the same thing could happen with Debo Samuel. You know what I mean? We're like, it's just more like a uh, wear and tear on your joints, you know, than other uh, wide receivers. Yeah. So. Okay, how much do you think Debo Samuel weighs? Oh, I don't know. Uh, how much does the average wide receiver he's weigh? Six like two hundred. He's six feet. Yeah. But he's, I, I what he? I'll bet you he's listed at like two thirty or two twenty five. Two fifteen. Which I thought was kind of. Yeah, hard. that actually is not that. That's I mean that's not like. Ridiculously high, although for six feet, no, that's, that's actually a lot, that's right? Low. Well, okay, but, but by normal standards, that is like a lot. But like NFL, we're not talking about normal standards. We're talking yeah, about exactly. Standards. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's not as high as I thought it would be. Actually, mm-hmm. I thought he'd have another ten or fifteen pounds. But yeah. who cares? But um, it's just yeah. So I'm gonna go with another kind of wild card here. I'm like, we're not taking Cooper Cup or Devontae Adams or Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson or any like the big yeah. guys. I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey, who was. Insane, like he was insane when he was healthy for the those couple of years, and he's had two kind of injury rattled seasons. I not only think he could be a comeback player of the year, I think he could be offensive player of the year, be, just because of how, you know, how good he is, and he's so shifty, he's so hard to tackle, he knows the game really well, and he's fast and he's explosive and stuff. And I think he probably wins offensive player of the year under the condition that he stays healthy and he retains the same usage. So those are my two like conditions for how he could win. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so moving on, uh coach of the year. This is kind of just random. Yeah. Like we said last year. I'm gonna go with Brandon Staley, because I like the Chargers. And um I think that he's gonna take them from like middle of the road to elite this year. They had a lot of off season additions. I could talk forever about the Chargers, but <laughs> You know, they added Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, and they're a lot better now. And I think Brandon Staley's really going to not shine, because coaches can't really shine, you know? But, like, I think— They, they can't. Like, it's— the, He will get lucky in the voting. Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay, I picked Brian Dabble um, for the sole— I think it's actually Dabble. Oh, it's Dabble. Really? No, okay. it's not. No, okay. Dabble. I don't know how you pronounce his name. <laughs> You yeah. It. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna take Brian Dabble because um, he was the one who had the best odds, and since I have no idea the uh criteria that is used to um to pick coach of the year, um, I'm just gonna pick him <laughs> because other people know better than me on this front. Brian Dabble. Did you hear yeah, that? So it was Dabble. Brian Dabble. Yeah. Okay, so I mean that's how you pronounce Brian Dabble, I guess. Yeah, but um, I think the bowl is the cool. bowl. That'll be cool, or the ball. The Super Bowl. The the bowl. The yeah. Super bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we have some rookies to get yeah. to, and then the big ticket item, which is MVP. Uh, so we can go through the rookies kind of fast. I mean, it's not that exciting a class this year. So yeah, so defensive player of the year. Defensive. I think this one's kind of a given. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to yeah. win. Defensive end from so, Michigan. Now he plays in Detroit. So, and he, he went Michigan. to high school in Dearborn, Michigan, just outside Detroit. So. Yeah, stays in his hometown. Yeah, so that, that's cool. That's cool. Second overall pick. Uh, defensive end. Very, you know, think like uh, the Bosa brothers. Yeah. Or the Watt brothers. Yeah. Th- Not really. And kind of in the same build as like Joey or Nick Bosa. What do you mean? Just like the way he looks and the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. The only weird thing is he has this weird little like eye black thing. You know, you know, like how pe- how NFL players put that thing under their eyes. 
like every single NFL. Well, no, well, no, well, no. Except like, like, look, look, like he like has like a streak down the right side of his face. It's, it's like quite strange, actually. Oh, okay. Intimidating. Yeah, I know, but like it's also just right? kind of weird. Imagine that guy running at you full force. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. With like pads on and stuff, like, launching himself at you. That would be kind of crazy. He's very big, right? Oh, uh, he weighs two sixty four. So yes. How big is he? Though? What do you mean? How big is he? How, how tall is he? Height. Yeah. Uh, six seven. <laughs> So actually, okay. yeah, for being good. six seven, Jackson, I don't understand what your obsession is with like all these players' weights. Like he's big. He's not fat. No, no, he's no, no, fat. no. I'm, I'm, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, like height increases a lot with weight. You know, like you could like have an NBA player, yeah. NBA player who's not that big, who's like really tall, who weighs as much. That's like that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, so I, I, I agree. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to do really well in Detroit uh, because, you know, no one else in Detroit is going to do well, so someone has to do well. Uh, offensive rookie of the year in 2021, it was the breakout star, Jamar Chase, who was taken with the fifth overall pick, first wide receiver taken. Um, I think it's going to be the same sort of thing. It's going to be the first wide receiver taken into kind of a struggling system. Drake London, uh, wide receiver for the Falcons. I believe he was the first overall. Wide receiver taken, but um, if I'm wrong about that, one of the first wide receivers taken, Drake London for the Falcons, uh, they need someone to throw to, and after Calvin Ridley, um, did we rehash the Calvin Ridley story? No. Of what happened, he so he took 2021 off to focus on his mental health, right? right? Yeah. Which has become this big thing in sports culture and everything, like taking time for yourself and mental health, and I get that. But what he did with his time off was something that you're really not allowed to do, which is bet on your own team <laughs> as the player he of did. that team. He bet on NFL games. That's hilarious. And it's so, for the entire Oh my year god. Now. Dude, that's he's actually that. really funny. That's really funny. And <laughs> he said on Twitter, like, okay, I did do that, but it was only like a thousand dollars and I lost money. And I, I, I so, lost, so who cares? <laughs> that's really yeah. funny. I, so he bet on... That's quite like, funny. Okay, it would have been worse if he was playing when he bet. Yeah. And it, it also would have been worse, I think, if it was... I don't know if they were all in the Falcons or not, but... If he bet... Well, I mean, yeah, if, if he bet the against Falcons, the Falcons, he'd be totally If you're the star vilified. player of a team... So if you're the star player of a team that's really bad, right? And you take yourself out of the game, making your team worse, and then you bet on your own team to win, like... I get it, you're a fan of the team, but they're not good. Like, the Falcons suck. Yeah, yeah. Why bet on them? Yeah, well, that's, the that's a strange... That, that is actually really strange, because, like, he wasn't even playing for the team. So that mm-hmm. is just, like, not... Like, yeah, he just, like, screwed himself over for no gain. Calvin really... Well, good job, Calvin. I hope you feel better, though. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Uh, so my really wagered a total of four thousand dollars across six separate bets involving the Falcons. That, okay, that's just like dumb. In the bet, that's wait, just dumb. In the bets for those games, Ridley won and profited six hundred and fifty-four dollars. Good job, Calvin. <laughs> you won six hundred and fifty-four dollars in exchange in for your reputation and where career you thus ruined. Voided your contract this year. <laughs> Well, yeah, ex- exactly. It's like, like, dude, Worth dude. Over if you're gonna take the risk and bet on your own team, like, go big. Two million because, dollars. Like, because then there's just no reason whatsoever to do it. Like, that's just a really stupid move. Calvin Ridley <laughs> has taken like a year and a half off now. His contract was voided, losing over four years of an eleven million dollar contract for in exchange for six million dollars signing bonus. In so almost profits. so like seventeen million dollars. <laughs> And he's going to lose a lot of it because he decided to gamble on his own team. And get 65. He won 654 which is a lot considering he bet $4,000. If you're going to cheat, you'd think you would do a lot better than that, Yeah, right? I don't know. It's like... Like if I'm, re- if I'm a ref for an NBA game and I decide I want to like make money off of it, I'm not going to bet on some cheap like thing where I only win $700. I'm going all in. Like I'm betting like a million dollars and winning a million dollars. Yeah, just like you know? just like from a cost benefit analysis standpoint, that was just like really really bad. Calvin. Calvin. Yeah, <laughs> Calvin Orin Ridley. 
His middle name is Orin, <laughs> which I guess is not that weird, but <sighs> gotta do yeah, that. But anyways, job, I think Drake man. London. That's pretty funny. Drake London steps into his shoes and takes offensive rookie of the year. That's my opinion. Yeah. So um, hopefully Drake London uh improves the legacies of Atlanta Falcons wide receivers. Um, but I chose Traylon Burks. Um, who's another wide receiver, incoming wide receiver. Um, and uh, he's gonna be playing for uh. For yeah, for the Titans, who by the way had their share of good wide receivers last year, but um now they're pretty much gone. So that's good. No Julio Jones, no AJ Brown. Yeah. He's on the Eagles now. Um, so um, hopefully he'll be able yeah. to step in. But I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to predict these rookie spots because like you really just don't know how good they're gonna be. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so big ticket item, right? We're at the we're reaching the end of our podcast here. Uh, we've gone a bit over, but who really cares? No one's going to stop us. Um, In fact, somebody even see it as a good thing because they enjoy listening to our podcast. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast is listening because they enjoy us, Jackson. Okay, but um, that was the, yes. Uh, most valuable player in twenty twenty one was Aaron Rodgers for the second straight year. He has since lost his best receiver in Devontae Adams, not really gotten any help, lost Marquez Valdez-Scanling, lost Alan Lazard. I think oh, wow. He lost everybody. He's kind of... I don't know about Alan Lazard, but he lost... Yeah, no, no. He know, lost his like, receiving core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think he's going to win this year. Um, and for me, it is a four-man... Not counting Aaron Rodgers, it's a four-man race. Tom Brady, as always, right? Between Tom Brady, as always... Josh Allen, as soon to be as always, Patrick Mahomes, as always now, and Justin Herbert, I think. Oh right? yeah, no, no, his I mean, odds are um. Justin Herbert are was like pretty close third to in most else. statistical categories for quarterbacks. He's taking leaps every year. He's getting a lot better. He has an improved offensive line. I think Justin Herbert could possibly win MVP. That being said, I don't want to be biased, and so I'm going to go with what I objectively think, which is Josh Allen. I think. He's he has an insane arm, insane talent, can run, you know, continuity in the offense, you know, they're they're a really complete team. And I think Josh Allen will likely win MVP this year because of it. Yeah. Um that's a that's a good pick. Uh I chose Patrick Mahomes just because mm-hmm. well, I chose Josh Allen last year, so I didn't really want to pick him again. Um mm-hmm. and you know, Tom Brady, I think that everybody's just kind of sick of him being MVP. Justin Herbert would have been a nice pick, actually. But that's also a little bit of a gamble, because, like, you don't you don't know how much he's going to improve this year. Um, so I kind of like just process of elimination to choose Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. I guess. But, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's hard to predict. Like, one of these guys can have a he better... He did lose Tyreek Hill. What? He did lose Tyreek Hill. Yes, yeah. They have a lot of speed on that roster. I don't, I don't think that's going to affect him yeah. that much. What will affect him is the pass rush in the AFC West, which has gotten a lot better. Like, the Broncos got, like, Randy Gregory and Bradley. Yeah, that's a good Bradley point. And some that's other a good Chan- point, yeah. Uh, Chandler Jones. And, uh, of course, the Chiefs have a good pass rush. The Chargers got Khalil Mack. The Raiders have Max Crosby. And blinking on the other guy. I don't know, but they have a good, they have a good pass. Anyways, um, yeah, so, okay. Let's pick... A, Non-quarterback, receiver, running back player to win MVP. A non-quarterback, receiver, running back. To win MVP. So, who else is there? Like, you mean a defense? I, I have to choose a defensive guy. Defense, much, right? tight end. Tight end. Kicker. I don't know. <laughs> Hunter. I wonder if there's ever been a kicker so good. Has a kicker ever won MVP, like, in the history of the league? There's no there's no way, right? Yeah. I think. Seriously? That, yeah. yeah. One year. Yes. Wait, who? Adam Vinatieri? Um, Mark Mosley in 1982. I've never even heard of him. On the... He broke the NFL record for most consecutive field goals without a miss. Uh, why did he win MVP? Were stats... Wait, did he have like a... Like, did he not miss a single field goal or something? Like that year, or or, or um, maybe maybe they centered their offense around him. Maybe like maybe they had like some weird innovative strategy where they just didn't go for like 
uh, touchdowns or something. Would that be funny? Yeah. Did, did like, so? Did he have like crazy stats or no? Um, no, he was actually like not doing well. <laughs> he was like an average kicker going into the '82 season. We should do a podcast just about the '82 yeah, season. Yeah, Mark Mosley. Okay, so the, a strike shortened the oh um, season. It was a nine-game season. Um, a game decided by a convict on a snowplow. That's weird. Um, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! What happened? There was no postseason. Uh, I don't. This is a weird. This is an article. Um, there was a game decided by a convict on a snowplow. What did he like? Get picked up by? I'm I'm so confused right I'm, now. I am confused. Okay. Oh, did did, did he know. did he like did he like did he like go on the field or something? That's they, probably what he did. I'll bet they, you he got a snowplow and he like went on the field and like cleared out the snow and allowed somebody to like one team to win. That's probably what happened. Okay, so heading into the summer, yeah. Mosley didn't have the kicking job. Uh, he was in Washington. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. He, was he a Washington said, guy? Yeah. Oh, cool. The head coach said. Okay, oh, Joe you're Gibbs, right? Job. We have a we have a rookie coming in. Yeah, yeah. R- rookie coming in. This kicker's thirty four years old. Uh, and said like, okay, don't even come to camp. You're not going to get this job because this rookie's coming in. You sucked last year. Mosley came to camp anyways, won the job miraculously, and then only missed one field goal. Wow, the entire year, and it was more than forty yards. Which so okay. He almost single handedly won two games for Washington. Okay, so that's interesting. Wait, wait, wait. So so wait, okay. So this guy, was he like was he like like how 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 many how, is he like the only guy to ever have Here, a dagger of a season? This is what he said. Um quote, I think once I got nominated, it was such an unusual thing that everybody voted for Yeah, me. yeah, like a joke, right? When they called me to tell me that I had won it, I was shocked beyond words. Yeah, yeah, they probably just made it a joke, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Look at this. There are, like, many guys who had, like, 100% field goal percentage. He also... Okay, so he also had a toe kick. You know how kickers use, like, the... You know, like, soccer players kick? Yeah. Right? Like, with, like, the very... Almost, like, the inside of their foot? Yeah, yeah. He kicked with his toe. Wait, like, just like every time? That's just what he did? Like a token, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. But, but like, like that, that was just like his style of kicking? Yeah, like no one else did it by that time. Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. Well, okay. dude, here's the weird thing. Anyway, He only has, he only has like yeah. the 25th best field goal percentage of all time. That's pretty high. Yeah, but like, should he have won MVP? But I will say that all the guys above him played, uh, like, at least pretty much. It seems like they all played at least a decade after him, or about a decade after him at the very. Oh, least. was that in a single season? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is single season. Oh, I thought that was over the course. No, of the no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Single season, but but they all played a decade after him. So so maybe like maybe like field goal kickers. Oh yeah, and I'm looking at all of this, and they're all like from way after. Like the only guy. Yeah, like, I can't find anybody who played within, like, five years uh, after him or before him who is on this list. So, I guess he was just really good for the time period. Who won that year? I think it might have been Washington. Oh, the yeah, football. Washington. Yeah, the yeah. former Washington Redskins yeah. won. Okay, so if you go really far down. In a game where he had a lot of kicks. Yeah, if you go really far down, in 1953, this doesn't even really count because that's just, like, could just be a weird anomaly thing. Like, like literally up to like the two hundred like forty first best seasons, like nobody else within the same era as <laughs> the him. MVP, won. the Super Bowl MVP was a fullback for the for that game. That's funny. Really? That was a weird. Yeah, we should do a whole podcast. Wait, dude, on wait, the dude who even was that? I don't even know who it is. I don't know. Who was his name? Um, John Riggins. Oh right, yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, no, he was good. He was oh, good for Washington, but I, I didn't know he was. Yeah, I guess he was MVP. Washington was kind of weird then because they didn't really have any standouts. He ran for a game-winning forty-three-yard touchdown run with less than five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that would do it. So that's probably. But, but like, but like, it's kind of 
that was a weird Washington team, actually. I think they had a really good offensive line. I think that was when they had a really good, like the Pogs or whatever they call them. Um, it's kind of weird. But, um, mm -hmm. but like, uh, they, 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 they won like three Super Bowls in close proximity with three different quarterbacks. Was Mark, huh. was Mark Reipian the quarterback for that or Joe Theismann? I'm not One sure. of the two. I, they, and, like, and, like, neither yeah. was good. But, but then their quarterback before that, Doug Williams, I think his name was Doug Williams, yeah. He had, like, like, like the perfect game. Like, he wasn't, like, a great quarterback usually, but he had, like, a perfect game in the Super Bowl, and, like, um, and they came back or whatever. But, yeah. Cool. Well, not to rain on your Washington football team, Washington commander parade, former Washington Redskins, former Washington football team. That's going to get confusing. Um, Washington commander parade. But I believe we are out of time for this episode. Yes. So, um... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what about the Super Bowl podcast about the Are we doing that or no? Oh. Uh, I think it's a little okay. too early. Okay, okay. We'll do that later. You guys will have to tune in soon. Yes. To see the Super Bowl predictions. Okay. Um, spoiler alert, Jackson chose the Commanders. No, I didn't. But maybe I should. He yeah, did. I probably will he choose did. them. They get off to a hard start. And that is why I beat you in the predictions. Yeah. Last year. And I will this year. Yeah. And we're going to do that series again with the predictions. Oh, so. boy. That's going to be um, disastrous. Yeah. Although I beat you the year Maybe before, like, randomly. It was really weird. I put in yeah. a lot more effort last year, yet I still lost. So I, I kind of learned my lesson yeah. about that. But but yeah. but remember the stat where, like, if you just pick the winner every time, like, you'd, like, lead the nation. It's, it's like, it, the, the whole prediction thing is a little stupid. But we still do it because it's fun. Yeah. Yep. So that I mean, not the winner. If you pick the favorite it, every time, yeah. yes, that's yes. Yeah, if you pick the, pick the winner every time, you, you time, would definitely lead the nation. That, that's that's a fact. Exactly. Um, so we have reached the end of the first option podcast. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, please hit the subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family about this. Leave a like, review, comment, post, Instagram, TikTok, social media, whatever. Um, all of that stuff. And thanks for listening. I don't know, Jackson, any last words? Uh, did you already say to, like, follow us? I literally just said Well, that. I will uh, second that. You did not put the link in the description. I did. I, I put the link in the description for the last podcast. Okay, well, make sure to do it for this one. I, I, I think Again, I, 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 I tried to. Maybe it didn't work. EmergingAllergyTreatments.com. That's EmergingAllergyTreatments.com. Yes. All lowercase. No we spaces. forgot the promo again. We need to bring back the promo. Oh, well, we're not going to get a check. Um, yes, yeah, so thanks for listening. This has been your first option podcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed the show, all of that, and we will catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye.